We could all use a little change. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm David. <laughs> this is on the spot. <laughs> oh no! I could, we could just start the podcast now. That could yeah, be the intro. Fuck it. That That's the intro. <laughs> no, Nick. Hey, everyone. Intro. It's a smash intro. Oh God, Lord. <laughs> hey, everyone. We're in. David's definitely not cutting this like a son of a bitch. He's gonna make me say the say the words anyways. But welcome back. Four seasons of the funeral today. Season 5, Episode 5 of Merlin, The Desir. Uh I'm Nick. Uh, joining me today, David and Charlie. Yo, I'm David. I'm Charlie. I'm paying attention. I'm not sleepy from staying up late playing FF16. I don't know what you're talking about. You literally, David. when I joined this call, you said you had taken a nap and you had a cup of coffee. You were full of energy. Yeah, and then time And then passed. you watched <laughs> this episode of Merlin? <laughs> At like six hundred percent Merlin, six hundred percent speed, um, dude. I'm just I'm like the co- the combination of the nap, the coffee, and staying up to four last night is like hitting me weird. I don't know what to say. <laughs> Man, I uh, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I watched this episode Monday night, pretty late. It's been a, it's been a little time. Uh, who knows how much this I remember? <laughs> It'd be great. Um. Yeah. Uh. What have you guys been up to? I remember what today. <laughs> oh, there we go. Charlie, how's how's life? What are, what are you doing? Uh, did we talk about cottage? Uh, no, no. we have not talked about cottage yet. We hey, haven't recorded since we we went up to Nick's cottage. Yeah, got fun. all sweaty in a sauna. I didn't finish all the alcohol I brought. I'm truly ashamed. That's a that's a real shame, there, David. You'll have to you'll have to make up for it uh, in a week's time when we go to Michigan. And yeah, I'll drink an entire an enti- thing of Kirkland's vodka. I am so concerned for your well being. That's my goal. Because that that's gonna be that's gonna be. I guess you've got like the week to do that, right? Like in you're not just gonna day. do that over the weekend, David. No. <laughs> my objective is to finish one of those in one day. Probably not I... the day of the wedding because I don't know where I'm gonna store that. Multiple right? flasks. God, I need so many flasks. <laughs> <laughs> everyone, How? everyone in our group will have a flask for you. So, all right. Like, assuming you're spreading that out across, like, probably like a twelve-hour period, um, maybe like a fourteen-hour period, but like probably like a twelve-hour period, right? Yeah. Uh, that's that, that's what that's like. Uh, like that 150 is... mils, 150 mils an hour of vodka. So it's 1.75 liters, right? Yeah. Uh, that's 0.125 liters over a 14 hour period. So 0.125 liters every hour for 14 hours. I could do that. That's doable. Yeah. What's 100, 125, 125 mils. Um, how many shots is that an hour? A sh- oh. Okay. Uh... So 1.75 is just under 60 fluid ounces. Your standard double is what, like a three ounce shot? A shot is about forty-five milliliters. Yeah, shot is forty-five milliliters. Well, shot is one and a half ounces too. So yeah, a double is three ounces. Okay, so that's four ounces every hour for fourteen hours. That's that is about, that's thirty-nine, 39 shots. shots. Yeah, yeah, thirty-nine shots in a bottle. I think so he could like, do it. I think he could do it. If he that's drinks two point seven shots an hour, <laughs> David. <laughs> I think if he doesn't drink any other alcohol and we if keep I him hydrated and well fed. Drink lots of water, eat lots of food. All right, the Sunday. No. July no, 2nd. No. This is all hypothetical. Please, no. <laughs> you guys hey, audience, are you want to follow, not, do, hey, audience, so you wanna follow along at day. home? <laughs> if you're audience, of age, also July don't do 2nd, it. July 2nd, starting at 9 o'clock. July 2nd, 2023, at 9am, we start the 14-hour challenge. <laughs> the one-bottle challenge. Oh, no. Uh, no, you'll have 15 hours there, David. You'll, you'll have until midnight. You don't you think I'm going to be passed out already? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, when I'm are you guys s- leaving on Sunday? 
well before when, like, How well before your visit to the I hospital. Be in by the time you guys have left, is so like, what's your plan? Is your plan just like you're gonna take a shot every like twenty five minutes or something? I think a shot at the hour and then make two mixed drinks during the hour. You're an Hannibal. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? There's no other way to say it. What do you mean? <laughs> I I stand by what I've said, David. I'm going to tell Potato about that right now, and he's going to be so excited. No, he's not. He's going to have to take you to the hospital. It's the States. You're going to have to pay so much money. of July. (laughs) I want to try and drink an entire bottle of Kirkland's vodka (laughs) during that day. We've worked... Worked it out to three shots an hour for 14 hours. Oh my god. All right. Um, <laughs> Gatorade make... thinks it's a good idea. They gave me a react. <laughs> Do they know that you're going to be... Oh no, because it's the Saturday. This is after their wedding, yeah. This oh yeah, that's fine then. They're going to they're gonna they be, they're gonna be, they're gonna be long gone. <laughs> um... Can I? I could try it for the Friday, but then I have way less time to get it done. So, because right, we don't get in it... until like noon or afternoon. Yeah, don't don't do that. You're <laughs> <laughs> not die. So, all right, David, I, I would like to point out you should try and do this as close to the border as possible, <laughs> so that you can when you inevitably have to go to the hospital, you get Canadian healthcare instead of American. And if your plan is to do this, you're going to get American healthcare. Take out traveler's insurance this, like, right now. <laughs> like, right this instant. I just, you all think that I'm going to get to the point of alcohol poisoning when clearly I'm just going to pass out before that happens. I, so, so David, I worry that you're like, you're like, I worry that you're just not going to be a quitter. And you're gonna you're gonna wake up and it's gonna be really bad. Like you'll, you'll pass out. You'll wake up and go, oh shit! I gotta. I keep haven't drinking. been hungover in five years. That's incorrect. <laughs> no, it's is... correct. So you have been St. Patrick's Day was five years ago. Yes. Oh god. Yes, yes, Charlie. Yes, it was. In fact, that no. would have been more. No, no. That was what like second year, <laughs> dude. Oh, yeah. that's way longer. Second, second year, year. Yeah, second dude, that year was like ages 2015, ago. Yeah. <laughs> that was the last time I remember being hungover. Turn off the recording. I don't want to feel old anymore. <laughs> you can join me in the bottle challenge. If we split it two ways, it's way less shots. <laughs> it, <laughs> it's just a shot and a half each. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, until, Char- until Charlie has to leave. If this is happening on the Charlie, Sunday. Charlie, as long as you don't have to drive, you I, can join me. Uh, hey, as far as I know. <laughs> Nick. Wait, wait I, I didn't know which car we're taking. We'll figure that out off offline here. But Hey, if I'm doing the shots. Then... <laughs> your fiance could drive. No, we'll see. Oh, uh, we can lure your fiance in as well. I'm <laughs> sure she could do two shots, reduce the amount by a tiny bit. <laughs> oh boy, I I worry. Anyways, thirty-eight um, shots. Audience, oh, we know what's also going to be we, a we, day after. I'm already going to spend an entire day drinking as well. Like I'm that's that's the most the concerning part about too. it. And I'll probably be drunk on the Friday. Hmm. Maybe, maybe think about this a little bit. Maybe it'll have to be the wedding. <laughs> no, don't do the wedding because there's there's going to be an open bar there. We're pretty sure. Yeah, so I just drink the equivalent of a Kirkland's bottle of vodka. I don't think they'll serve you that. <laughs> All right, I'll bring half from home. <laughs> I don't think they'll let that in. I have a flask. Oh, <laughs> oh God. I have a flask and a funnel. All right. Well, audience, we know what David's plans are, and David's been playing a lot of FF16 otherwise, I think. Great game. Um, Fantastic game. A little... I don't know how open world it is, because I'm still very locked into a story right now, but um, I'm sure... I hope it'll open up. I haven't looked at any, like, reviews or shit. I'm just going through it blind. Um, how do you see anything yeah. in the game? 
I will stab you. <laughs> uh, outside of that, I, I also did the cottage things, hosted people. I got to stay up for an extra day, though, which was fun. Uh, that did lead to some fun transit adventures, though, because I didn't have a car. So I had to depend on, depend on my cousins to get me back to Toronto and then took a go train. <laughs> Why was that the decision? Uh, because that was the decision, David. <laughs> Um, I got to so, drive home with Charlie and Maggie. That was very nice. Yeah, we stopped at a McDonald's. Yep. and I got two McDoubles. Nice. Um, yeah. So I, I, yeah, took a go train back up to Guelph. Um, then had to make my way back to my place to grab to like then go to Waterloo for my ultimate frisbee practice, and it was quite the adventure. Um, but I made it through. And outside of that, haven't been up to too much this summer. More ultimate frisbee things, more work stuff, but relatively chill week. But yeah, uh, shall we get into Merlin so that maybe David can reconsider his distance about Kirkland vodka? Are you sure? Because this episode really makes me want to get a giant bottle of Kirkland vodka. <laughs> uh oh! It just makes no sense. It's, it's such just... a dumb yeah. episode. It's such nonsense. Like, oh my, I I have a lore rant ready for this shit. Also, Uther did a real shit job of exterminating the old religion, eh? <laughs> we'll get like... to it. We'll get to it. <laughs> we'll get to it. Their fucking mother is coming out the woodworks. <laughs> like, ugh. <sighs> Anyways. TV guide for this episode reads three soothsayers known as the Desir order Arthur to return to the old way and legalize sorcery or else Camelot will suffer their wrath. Just uh, also proving the point of why it's illegal. Like you've opened yep. the door with terrorism. Why would they, like, <laughs> Arthur doesn't negotiate with terrorists. <laughs> like full on like legalize it. Otherwise <laughs> your kingdom will fall due to our sorcery. I'm like, wait, what? So what? David continues to be on Team Uther. That sounds uh, like Uther was justified. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> the whole thing was that sorcerers were unjustly killed and like prejudiced against. But this is just proving the point. <laughs> like, if anything, shouldn't you be showing like showing up and be like, "Oh yes, we can help you against Morgana if you legalize sorcery," and then we know that, like there will be no reason for the sorcerers to align with her. Like, doesn't that make more logical sense? As a plot? Uh, definitely. But what if this was just like Fuck you, you Merlin. confronted God? Merlin, I am so upset with the show Merlin of such a waste of resources, a waste of a great conceit, and a waste of great characters and actors. Like, it's just upsetting. I really enjoy that, like, like both this and Fringe, we've, we've got to the point where we're like, yeah, no, like... Look at all of these fantastic things that they had, and man, fuck the writers. Yeah. Fuck the writers for doing it this way. Because, uh, yeah, this is an interesting way to throw lore, I guess, uh, is how I'll place it. Definitely an interesting decision to throw your lore this way. Uh, shall we get into this episode, though? Unfortunately. How does this how does this open up again? This is with the Desir, right? Yeah, like they're just in a fucking random cave <laughs> whispering yeah. some shit, and then they're like, oh yes, Olsgar, the powerful random human. Here's a coin. Give this to Arthur. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Here, cool, powerful sorcerer, understand this is now your duty is deliver this coin. Where did no this man what. come from? Why how did he survive Uther's purges? Um <laughs> All that I've got for that is Gaius did a Gaius did a lot to, you know, make people look the other way, I guess. Then why are the sorcerers so angry at Gaius? Like, if he yeah. got so many people out of the shit, why are they calling him a betrayer? Like, either way, uh, that doesn't work. Either Gaius yeah, betrayed all the sorcerers to Uther, and that's why Uther keeps him alive, or Gaius should be the sorcerer's biggest fucking, like, fans. It's just so angry. Anyways, yes, agreed. Uh, all right, Desir, they hand a coin. They they do some chanting into a pool, um, and they're they're off. Make our way back over to the kingdom of Camelot here, uh, where, um, look, Arthur and 
our favorite druid boy. I'm just gonna leave it at our favorite druid boy. Um, our you know training and and fighting. And Earl is just going, man. At some point, this is going to turn bad. Mordred is going to fuck him up. Um, but not today. Arthur's still better than Mordred here. Um, and yeah, we get sort of our other plot of this episode, which is like Mordred sort of gaining like trust into the like knights, like sort of getting his like first tests of like a trusted knight, one that I can take away from the kingdom when I need to. Uh, so that the kingdom is left defenseless, or will you be here to, uh, I guess, defend the kingdom while all the better knights are away? Uh. Uh, which is famously what happens in the actual Arthurian myth, so whatever. Yeah. <laughs> That's when he throws his coup. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, that, that tracks. I, I, <laughs> we'll see if that happens here. Literally, Arthur goes away to go fight someone, and then Mordred's like, I'm cooing now! I'm king! All right. <laughs> thanks arthur I'm, I'm gonna be king now and to be fair everyone was kind of like yeah fuck the king he just ordered gwen and lancelot to be put to death <laughs> and they arthur- escaped and then he didn't send anyone to chase them <laughs> something's wrong with him arthur does that mortar shows up and arthur's like what are you doing and mortar just responds google uh coup <laughs> <laughs> god i love anarchy oh, chess it's so dumb Anyways. Um, yeah, Mordred's trying his best to be the best boy. Yeah. And he's is doing an okay job of it. Um, he, he gets to come on the, the fancy important mission here of, yeah, B- Big Bad Sorcerer killed a knight. Uh, and Arthur's like, well, shit, I knew this knight. I grew up with him. Never heard of him before. I grew <laughs> never up with heard him. of him before. We were, we just... were best buds as kids, Gwen. How I gotta go, I gotta go kill some people. How many Knights of Camelot are there? Like, I just, I so hate many. that they skipped that and that there's a round table and they just don't fucking bring it up. Like, yeah. Uh, it's not great. Anyways, it's, it's a thing. Uh, the rest of the knights start fucking with Mordred as they, as they start to go on their, uh, on their adventure. Um, but honestly, not too much happens there. Uh, they eventually stop at a place, um, I think because they've, like, found tracks or, like, found, like, something, or this is where, like, he was before, and it's like, oh, shit, look, there he is, just walking around. Um, and, uh, this is, what, Percival and Elian? Yeah, Percival and Elian come across him, uh, and he's like, all right, cool, I surrender, just, just take me to your king. They're like, all right, cool. We'll take you to the king. Nothing about alive for that, though. Um, which point he's like, "All right, cool. I'm I'm not going to kill you guys, but get away from me. I'll go find the king myself." Um, also, so gets yeah. Dude was given a coin, and they were like, "Hey, protect it with your life," kind of thing. And then the first interaction he has with people who can bring him to where he needs to be is to be like, oh, you fucking challenge me? And Gwen's like, yeah, I stab you. I win. <laughs> Dude fucking got the equivalent of a fucking, like, uh, serving document is what he has. <laughs> He's just yeah. serving Arthur. <laughs> like- <laughs> this, is, this, this is literally like, hey, Arthur, you've been served. <laughs> By the gods. <laughs> Not even the fucking gods! These three bitches! <laughs> no, 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 but, but David, these three bitches, you know, are the, the direct mouthpiece of a god. Of the old you know? gods. You know who the new god is? Jesus Christ! <laughs> the canonical, real god that King Arthur worshipped. <laughs> like, I was fully expecting them to go, no, fuck off, pagan. <laughs> like... No false that idols been... and pull out a fucking cross. <laughs> like, famously, they were very Christian, <laughs> which is why they oh, were against man. pagans. <laughs> oh man, that would have been so good. <laughs> like, I'm just sorry, I'm just reimagining this entire episode based off of that. If it's like, all right, holy crusades time, we gotta go kill some more pagans, I guess. <laughs> That's why when Ar- when fucking Arthur was just like, oh yeah, no, I have nothing against your your, uh, your like whatever. It's just you know, I need to kill sorcerers and like the superstitions and you know the beliefs not in Jesus Christ. 
<laughs> oh man. Like there's a reason why they were all but. desperate to find the Holy Grail. The mug that was used to catch the blood of Jesus Christ. Like No, it's not the mug that was used to catch his blood, it's the mug he drank from at the Last Supper. I think it was then also used to catch his blood. Or that might be a different mug or something, but that's I think, I think you're part thinking- of the myth. No, the mug is the one he drank with at the Last Supper, and then there's the shroud he was buried with, and then his clothes, and then the spear that a Roman soldier stabbed him in his side. That dude's still technically alive, if you believe the canon. No, the Holy Grail is supposedly the cup or dish Christ used at the Last Supper that was later used by Joseph to catch Christ's blood as he hung on the cross. Oh, Joseph, what the fuck? It's both. Yeah, dude, it's both. Weird fucker. (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna remember which cup he used, and then when he dies, I'm gonna catch his blood with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, I still, fun. I still love the thing where it's like Judas to the Roman soldiers, like, oh, the one I kiss will be Jesus, and they're like, couldn't you just like point him out of the crowd? And it's <laughs> Judas putting on lip chap. Hey, I don't tell you how to do your job. <laughs> oh, right, and the spear of Longius, which is the spear that killed him. <laughs> Christian all right, lore back fun. to this pagan. Rewrite all of Merlin, but make him very Christian. <laughs> Incredibly Christian. Oh, God. I just, that's what the truth was. That's what it was. Uh, literally, the closest we get to that is just Arthur being like, yo, fuck you. You don't get to judge me. Um, I'm the fucking your king. Your gods don't get to judge me. I'm the king. And then Austin Carr just dies. <laughs> like, yep. what the fuck? Powerful, powerful sorcerer gets stabbed. Just ran gets, out gets of fucking spells. up and dies. Yep. Oh god, show fucking sucks now, my dude. <laughs> it's hey, yeah, I mean, Merlin was... does bring up. He's like, don't you think it's weird that this dude was like, <laughs> you will be judged by a god, and didn't try to kill you? Maybe this isn't a trick. Uh, Arthur just, was just kind of like, yeah, you're crazy, man. Well, just also, it bothers me so much that Arthur is still a skeptic about this shit. You literally killed a unicorn and had the entire world, like, no, country so- go into a, a terrible curse. Like, you just re- you brought your dad back to life for, like, two weeks ago. Like, why are you skeptical? You know magic is real. This is, <laughs> this is part of the thing I have issue with much later in the episode and I'll, I'll go into my rant magic then. is demonstrably real in this world being a skeptic doesn't make sense you literally made it illegal so you know it's real like well this is back when Uther was like ah another sorcerer threatens me with the ways of the old religion but those ways are gone and dead and Gaius is like, do you, do you know that for sure, though? And Uther's just like, I made it illegal, and therefore it is gone. I conquered the old, old religion. And I just want to be like, dude, they come for you every week. <laughs> it's just, it <sighs> you didn't win. It doesn't make sense to be skeptical. <laughs> but, like, what, what if you were anyways? <laughs> just hear me out. Uh, anyways. Honestly, not that much actually fucking happens in the rest of this episode. Oh like they God, make their way back so to Camelot. Fucking little. They they make their way back to Camelot. Guys is like, "Yep, this this is powerful magic here. Um the Desir were like like the the, the mouthpiece of of a god. Like you you need to be you need to actually take this seriously." Arthur's like, "I'm not going to take this seriously." And then over time he goes, "Maybe I should take this seriously." Uh and uh like merlin figures out by talking to the dragon like yeah no you should take this seriously um they uh fucking go back over to go talk to the desir um and disrespect like everything about it just so when when he was like ah merlin we leave at dawn to find the desir i was like ah cool it's gonna be like a merlin and arthur buddy ride nope and then and then Mordred's like, hey, I want to kind of come along too. And I was like, oh, cool. We'll have like an interesting interaction between the three of them. And no, Arthur brought his whole fucking entourage. Once again, he leaves the kingdom with all the greatest knights. And Mordred yep. this time. Mordred's not even staying back. Yeah. And like three random dudes I don't think we've ever seen on camera who didn't die. Which I was very shocked at. It's, it was just so weird where I'm like, why are you bringing everyone? 
And then they go see the Desir, and the Desir's like, oh, you must repent your evil, sinful ways and pray to the three-faced goddess, or else Camelot will be ruined. And just bring back, bring allow allow the old religion back in. Just do it, please. And this is where I'm like, there's there's objectively no correct answer to this. Because congratulations, Desir. You're proving yourself to be the terrorist Uther said you were. And like, but on the other hand, yeah, they're the literal avatar of a fucking goddess. Maybe you should pray to them, Arthur. Like you have objective proof that this goddess is real and she hates you and has the or, power to make your life bad. Or you should commit to your new god, Jesus Christ. Mm. Yes, exactly. Through him, all things are possible. Exactly. Like, <laughs> just commit. Like, I hate this wishy-washy, like, agnostic Arthur. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, they really need to make him, like, a, a hardcore, like, Merlin, have you heard the good word? <laughs> Do you know magic is against the true lord, <laughs> the Holy Spirit? Oh, it would man. make Uther's motivation make so much more sense. <laughs> like, come on. It definitely would. Uh, all right. Anyways, yeah. Go talk to the Desir. Um, bring weapons in. Just like trample over their 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 artifacts. Um, uh, don't listen to the Desir and be like, "All right, cool. I'll think of, like I'm I'm gonna go now. I'll think about what you've said. Wait until the next day." Uh, fucking come back. Just be like, yeah, nope, not gonna, not gonna fucking do this. Um, and Mordred gets shanked by one of the Desir's staffs. Um, at which point we get the only sort of interesting thing about about this episode it's with Merlin being like, well, shit, it's not. But it's like Mordred, uh, Merlin being like, cool, Mordred's on his deathbed. I gotta make sure he actually dies again. Should I just snake bite um, him? Like, come on. It would have been so easy to snake bite him. <laughs> So easy. Anyways, he doesn't snake bite him. He's a coward. Also, uh, so like Merlin also magic deflects a spear because holy shit, these old ladies can really huck a spear. <laughs> and well, one they, of them, they 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 are in the Olympics, don't you know? One of them just like looks at him like, ah, yes, Emrys, you're protecting him. And I thought that was gonna come up in a confrontation later. Like they're gonna be like, now Arthur, leave us. We must talk to your servant boy. <laughs> it just didn't. And I'm very confused as to why it didn't. Like, there's it's definitely a bit confusing. There's so much in this episode where I'm like, ah, this is gonna... No, that didn't happen. Huh. And it wasn't like a good huh. It was like a, well, then why did you do all these other things? Uh. Oh, yeah, Anyways. so they get back and Merlin's like, ah, shame, Mordred's fucked. Guys is like, yeah, no, he's actually fucked. This isn't Merlin trying to kill him. <laughs> yep. Although Merlin, I'm sure you could magic him back to life, and Merlin's like, but I don't want to. Why would I do that? Because <laughs> I've seen the future, and I didn't learn from the last time I tried to alter visions of the future that my actions can create the visions I well, see. Well, to be fair, that's why Merlin isn't doing anything, right? That yeah, is why Merlin... Merlin's hands off, like, I'm not going to do anything this time. If he dies, good, but I'm not going to heal him or, like, try to kill him, which at but least Mer... is some learning. Merlin... No, because Merlin Merlin's... hasn't learned that when he is directly involved, no action is still a choice. Like, he, he needed to be like, oh, shit, Mordred's hurt. I, I need to do what I would do if I didn't have this foreknowledge. Like, that's the only way to operate in this situation. No, but he does just, have the foreknowledge. I would say just do nothing. I if if you have the foreknowledge, kill Mordred. Yeah, but I'm sure in some way him trying to kill Mordred, he's gonna fuck it up so badly, and Mordred's gonna be like, "Ah, Arthur ordered you to do this. I'm now going to kill him." See, I really thought it was gonna be Mordred comes back to life and is like, "Ah, Merlin, you didn't heal me, you son of a bitch." Between <laughs> this and the tripping, I'm really gonna fuck with your boy. <laughs> How I, you think I forgot? I told you I would never forget. <laughs> hey, yo, fuck off. Oh, man. But but yes, instead, um, Merlin's just like, all right, cool. I'm, I'm going to hands off. Mordred's just going to die. Uh, and Arthur's, and 
like you know goes and tells Arthur like well shit I guess I guess Arthur's gonna like you know or I guess Burl- or uh, Mordred's gonna die here um and Arthur's like no he won't I'll go back and I'll go talk to the Desir again and we'll we'll get them to fix him go back talk to the Desir the Desir are like yeah sure we can heal your friend just you know bring back allow the old religion back into the kingdom like just do that you have the have the night to think about it um head back out Arthur's like all right Merlin like actually, should should I do this? Should I let should I let magic back into the kingdom? Uh, at which point, Berlin makes the the decision of like, nope, it's better for Mordred to die than for magic to come back in this way. Um, nah, just uh, just don't do it, Arthur. Arthur goes back and is like, you know what? I listen to my servant. I gotta stick by my values. Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior, not your <laughs> pagan god. Uh, uh, that's that's what happens, right? Yeah. Of course. And then he slay. Then he slays all three of the Desir. Yep. <laughs> uh, um. Yeah. No. The Desir are like, all right, cool. Later. Um. We'll just be here. Please don't kill us. I guess. Um. And at the very least, I guess Arthur doesn't kill them. Uh. They make their way back to the kingdom. Merlin's sad because you know magic could have come back if he just threw the other way. But at least Mordred's dead. Oh no! Wait. Mordred's back up and is fine. Almost like it was going to be Arthur's ruin, and this is the way that it will be Arthur's ruin. It's just making sure Mordred's still around. <sighs> and, like... That's it. It's basically the end of the episode, yeah. It's shockingly little happened here. We get, like, a teary seed where Merlin is actually struggling to be like, God, I want magic to be legal. But also, like, Mordred's probably gonna kill you. Mordred's definitely going to kill you. Also, like, Gwen knows that Mordred... She knows who Mordred is, right? Like, she knows he was once druid boy that she helped Morgana hide. I feel like she doesn't. Because, like, no one... You would think she would say something and be like... About that, be like, hey, you're a fucking magic user, right? (laughs) Arthur, I'm so glad you got over your hatred of the druids. And Arthur's gonna be like, huh? Excuse me? What? What did you say? (laughs) Doesn't Arthur know, actually? I don't like, think... Arthur no, act- they, they don't know who Mordred is. He's just some dude who helped them. Somehow, like, so much worse. Incredible. All right, what do, what do we think of this episode now that we already know the Fucking answer Fucking horrendous, oh my, my dude. God. I Can much rather would have good... been playing FF16. <laughs> I think you would have much rather been playing, like, any Final Fantasy game. Yeah, but FF16 just came out. <laughs> <laughs> I could and? be playing it right now. You'll be playing it soon. We're also, we're only forty minutes in this recording. Like, I don't like five of that is nonsense. It's getting cut. It's it's gonna be great. We can't put David. out a thirty-five minute episode. <laughs> we can't. Yes, we, no, we can. can. We yes. gotta fill time. We gotta do something. I refuse to put out a thirty-minute episode. Just, just nothing happens. God damn it! I know, but still. I... What what happens in this episode you want to talk about, David? Because uh, fuck all happens in this episode. I don't know. Can we? Can we oh, oh, actually, no, no. We got to go back to what the fuck was Uther doing? Because the Desir are... Uh, Arthur yeah. says... Desir, the head of the religion. Why are hey, they still you're... around? Well, no. Also, oh, this grove is well within Camelot's borders. Then burn it to the ground. <laughs> I just—they uh, should have been why didn't farther Arthur away, do that anyways? right? They should have been farther away. They should have been like in Gedraf or something, at the very least. Because then it's like, oh yes, they've been hiding in Gedraf because it's been contested land this entire time, and now that Honestly, it's no longer contested, they feel like they can have—they have the like right to do this or some shit. If just I had my way, it differently. The the labyrinth would have opened up to like a magical portal that led you to them. That labyrinth would have been used yeah, once a again, lot more. Teleportation teleportation circles are like the way that I that I wish this they show don't was exist, written. Nick. Let it go. But I want them to. I want them to. It I'm so changing the plot of the fucking one shot right now to include the fact that teleportation circles have never existed and never will. No. <laughs> I'm gonna be so sad. I'm gonna stumble across something that I think is a tele- teleportation circle, and I'm going to be sorely disappointed later. It's gonna be great. 
Ugh. I'm just what a, like what furious about this episode because again, it's just it's wasted opportunity. Like they have the, the first season did such a good job of queuing up this take on the Arthurian myth. And I was like super hyped about it to see how it would go. And just to go to the laziest fucking options. Not even the laziest, like the most weird interpretations of shit. Like, what is Morgana doing during this? Do you think she shouldn't be involved? Like Hey, she's she's yeah. gonna be in next episode. She's busy doing something, I'm sure. She's chilling with her white dragon. Yeah, I think who once again should be grateful for Merlin because he hatched her fucking egg. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Why are you aligned with Morgana? Because Merlin left him. Merlin was the Merlin was a deadbeat dad. <laughs> Actually, Merlin's not a deadbeat dad. What was the great dragon doing? Shouldn't yeah, he was... have been raising Ithusa? Yeah. Didn't he say he was going to? Honestly, I think I think it was the Great Dragon. Fuck the Great Dragon. The, the tracks. And fucking, I'm so upset the Great Dragon wasn't Merlin's dad still. Like, come on. <sighs> oh man, what a what a cursed thing that could have been true. It should have been true. That it was. I don't. I don't know, man. I don't want to think about that. Is the thing. Why not? I don't think the. Uh, dude, I just I don't I don't need to think about that. What what Merlin's mom was doing. He could have used magic to transform into a human. Chill. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, David. Are we are we thinking that, or are we going to go back to you know our 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 Lord and Savior? And this was also just an immaculate conception. <laughs> no, that puts him too close to his true God, Jesus Christ. <laughs> are you you sure you don't want Merlin to be Jesus Christ, the second allegory? coming? Oh my lord. Oh, it's horrendous. Oh man, it's it's really bad. Oh god. Um yeah, this is just this wasn't episode. It wasn't I, I, I'm sorry, and I'm audience. furious. It it just kind of sucks as well cuz like we know there's not that many episodes left. And it like it sucks to know that like there's a like David, as you know, there's a lot of Arthurian myth and legend that they mm-hmm. could and like they could have covered or, if they didn't want to go that way, they could have also just been like, hey, let's have, like, a Percival episode, and let's have a Sir Leon episode. There's not going to be a Percival that. episode, eh? Like, there's not going to be one at this point. No. Like, there's no way. They don't have enough time! Yep. They don't. We're not like, going to get any information don't. about fucking Percival! The show Percival, just gonna, he's, oh, he's just going to be oh, there. for fuck's sake. I'm just so angry. Oh, man. So much, so much hope. So little, so little out. Just like, I just, I just don't know what to say, right? Like, like, it's, it's sort of impressive because it's like this season five is bad in such a different way than Fringe, Fringe was. Like, Fringe was bad because it was just like insane. Like, what are you doing? Yes. You had, a, you had a good concept and then you did this. This is, this is just bad. Like, wow, look at all this wasted potential. Like, there was so much you could have done, and, like, should have done, even, and you just did, like, you did this instead. So insane. <sighs> it's such a ridiculous... This is just nonsense. This is just, like, absolute crazy-ass nonsense. And yep. I don't know how to, like, fucking process it is my problem. <laughs> and I'm not processing yeah. it well. I'm just getting more and more angry no. every episode we watch. Yeah, I think last episode I was actually like okay again, right? Last episode was <laughs> fine, I think. Yeah, last episode was mostly fine. We were all sort of like, yeah, no, this was a fi- like this was an okay episode of Merlin. Uh, episode three was the big uptick where we were like, that's a good episode. David, you gave it a four. You gave last episode a two and a half, but Ugh, better than angry. a two, better than a two and a zero. <laughs> Oh baby, I forgot about that zero. David, is this one is this I'm looking forward to the ratings. No, for this, this one. isn't can a we, fucking zero. All right, before we get to ratings, why don't we each say a piece of media that is actually good and that we like that we watched in the last week? Oh, uh, what have I watched in the Uh I just finished Ted Lasso season three. Good show. Highly recommend. Um if you want bingeable stuff, I'm re or I'm watching through Castle because Nathan Fillion is good. 
Um, what else? Uh, a friend, a mutual friend of ours, showed me the What We Do in the Shadows TV show, which is just as good, if not better, than the movie. I recommend both. Yep. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, it was British good. IT crowd is always fun. Yeah. Um, I read two books in the last couple while that was really good. Um, one was Babel, which is by the author of the Poppy Wars. It's another like historical fiction set in um, sort of the onset of the whole British attacking China era. Um, interesting. That had a very nonsense magic system, but also very interesting magic system. Very good. And then I also read uh, a series called 16 Ways to Defend a Walled City, which was uh, another historical fiction set this one in like Roman era about a uh, engineer who ends up being the last uh, general left in a Roman city and has to defend it against an invasion. Also very interesting. Um, interesting. Yeah. And then also Cradle finished. Cradle's fucking great. Read Cradle. Nice. God, I love Cradle. Oh. Actually, question. Uh, my my girlfriend was looking at potentially like through cradle uh, and had found that the had found that the wheel of time like through like a library that she has access to wheel of time um, is that worth it is good. It's I oh, recommend. That, it sounds like there's a wheel there. of time. <laughs> it's very good. It just has a downturn in like. <laughs> When specifically does it start again? Because, okay, Wheel of Time books one through three are some of the best epic fantasy I've ever read. Like, straight up fantastic. Okay. Eye of the World, Great Hunt, Dragon Reborn, all excellent. Shadow Rising, Fires of Heaven, Lords of Chaos, all excellent as well. All great. Um, Crown of Swords is fantastic. Path of Daggers was great. Winter's Heart is kind of slow, but ends really well. Um, really strong ending. Crossroads of Twilight is is a book, <laughs> <laughs> certainly. And then uh, Knife of Dreams is where I am currently stuck and have been stuck for two years. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Just shining recommendations. But I keep of saying that one. I should eventually go back and read. <laughs> um, oh, but then no. I know. The Gathering Storm, Towers of Maiden, and Memory of Light are all good. Are all uh, not good again, but they're better. Um, Knife of Dreams is the last book that Robert Jordan ha- wrote before he passed away. Um, and then okay. the remaining three books in the series, which was supposed to be one book, but the new author was Brandon Sanderson, who got tapped to write it. Oh, yep. yep. That tracks. And so he was, that, given, that would be more. he was given the notes that were from Robert Jordan, and he was like, yeah, uh, I'm going to need three books to finish this. Jesus. So Brandon Sanderson finished it. Uh, the writing style completely changes. Uh, Sanderson does not attempt to mimic Robert Jordan's writing style, and he uses his own. He does get a very good representation of all the characters. Like, that's all true to style, but it is a very ch- drastic change in writing style because Robert Jordan is a very classical okay. epic fantasy writer where it's lots of prose and a lot of description and a lot of, like, getting into like the energy of it when Brandon Satterson, I think is a very functional writer where he writes just enough to get the story and the plot through. He's not a bad writer, but definitely his prose can be weaker. That, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, if your uh, girlfriend's looking for wheel of time, that's excellent. I would also just recommend just jumping to like Mistborn from, from Brandon Sanderson. Mistborn's great as well. Um, what's another fantasy series that I recommend? Ooh, the Powder Mage series is fantastic. Powder, oh, I think you've mentioned. I think you've Powder talked Mage about this is one fucking before. sick because it's uh, set during essentially alternate French Revolution, but magic exists, and there's two types of magic: magic that you would classically think of as like normal magic, and then there are Powder Mages, which are a brand new type of mage that just come into like uh, appearance. Because they snort gunpowder to use magic. <laughs> As you do. And it makes them stronger an and faster and also idea. lets them explode gunpowder at range. Or it lets them control bullets in the air. <laughs> so they snort gunpowder and then snipe people because they can like curve bullets and shit. Insane concept. But then it's written during the French Revolution, like full on, like it starts with the main character 
killing the king in alt France and then going, and now we're going to conquer everything. And I'll, I'll bet you that it's one. I'll bet you that one too. Because the magic is treated like a military resource. And it's a lot of just like, like, oh yes, magic exists. How do we use this as a military resource? Very good series. Interesting. I will. I will mention that to Wheel her. Time, she, she likes the like. She likes the history side of things. Um, so that one, that one might have some extra. Yeah. I had a lot of fun reading the first Dune book, and I want to go back and. Oh, read Dune it. was good. I Dune's really, I really great. enjoyed Dune. Dune's a very different yeah. vibe, though. Like that's like yeah. heavy. Dune sci-fi. is a very different like, vibe. Dune is a Dune is I don't think upper alley. Yeah. Dune is fantastic though. I should reread Dune. I feel like Dune would really be classified Dune. as like a sci-fi fantasy nowadays. Just because like um compared yeah. like just cuz sci-fi has gotten so hard oh, in, yeah. in like in how it is with like stuff like um Project Martian. Hail Mary and like Martian and like that kind of like even like Bobaverse is more like hard sci-fi fiction. Oh, I also do need to read Bobaverse. Bobaverse is great. I I every time I hear about Bobaverse, I'm like, oh shit! I you should to, read Bobaverse. I have, I have Bobaverse. I have all the books downloaded. I you think. should. It's great. Bobaverse is fantastic. I did just download Will Will White. Um, his new who series. I always want to say Will Wright, but will that's Wright. not his name. <laughs> um, he will write though, because as soon as he was done Cradle, he's like, new book. I have another book. Oh, or get your uh, girlfriend to read Tress on the Emerald Sea by Brandon Sanderson, standalone fantastic novel i think one of my favorite books he's ever written what uh what's the what's the premise of that because premise will decide Uh, it's his take on the princess bride so it's essentially interesting uh, tress is a villager who lives on a island uh she is sort of courting slash dating the duke's son they like talk to each other every day he pretends to be a villager even though he's clearly not and then he eventually gets sent away by his father to go and find someone to marry. And he promises Tress that, okay, don't worry, I'm going to be absolutely terrible to all these women and just talk about how much I love fungus and just be super boring. Um, but then his dad figures it out and sends him to go try to marry the witch who lives on the other side of the earth, like planet. So he goes in a boat to go marry the witch and is never heard from again. And then Tress decides, fuck this, I'm going to go save him. And has to go like Interesting. figure out how to save the boy she likes. Fantastic. Nice. There's a whole bunch of like right. nonsense sci-fi fantasy like as well, but it's definitely not the main focus. There's obviously a hallmark of every Sanderson novel, a functional magic system, but again, not necessary to read into. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, and those are our book reviews. Yes. Don't don't watch Merlin. <laughs> Read don't watch Merlin any of those instead. books instead, or listen to the audiobooks, whatever whatever floats your boat. Go to your local library, get a library card, and get Overdrive, and just like or Libby, and just borrow books from the library. Like it's free, near it's like free. It's so easy. Just get like a Toronto fucking public library card. You can get one online. It takes like five minutes, and just lie. Just put whatever address you want. They don't check. <laughs> Honestly, I think you could just go to your town because I have a Libby account through my local library and I signed up online. Yes, but you can also get a exactly. Toronto one because Toronto Library has the greatest selection. I'll just use my yes. sisters. Or uh, Yar. Or and just Yar. You, yes. If you don't know what that means, my sweet, sweet summer Libgen. Child, how are you? Libgen exists. Oh, Dave, you know how I was like, oh man, can't find 12th Cradle book on Libgen? I forgot to tick the uh, the fiction button. Well, it also wasn't up when we were looking that first day. Mm. But like, also, I, up yet. I was checking days afterwards, forgot to tick the fiction button. <laughs> oh, that's, that's your own fault, then? <laughs> that is my own fault. Uh, but yeah, that's... Oh, shit, no, wait, we gotta do episode review. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can keep about talking about books. It's fine. Uh, I'm giving this episode... Uh, fuck it like a 1.5 because i just i don't even know what happened anymore it's gone it's out of memory this is very much shaping up to be fringe season five just in a very different way in a way. very it's, different way oh it's it's so it's nick 
it, it's way more demoralizing, I guess. This the the Merlin season five is more demi- oh, yes, demoralizing than the Fringe, Fringe season, season five. four wasn't good ending already. Like <laughs> yeah. see, yes. Fringe that- ended like it could have ended at season four and been good. This Merlin season four ending <laughs> wouldn't have been a good ending. <laughs> like, yeah, I feel like it's also important to stress. Fringe season four wasn't great, and that wouldn't have been like a strong finale for the show. That was a weird finale, but it was leagues better than anything in season five. If the world is right and just, Fringe is a three-season television show. (laughs) It ends just with Peter reconnecting the two universes and then just dipping out. (laughs) Just popping out of existence. Boom, end of the show. You just don't have him pop out of existence, and that's it. No, I kind of like that just he pops out of existence and everyone forgets who he is. Like, I mean, that's, a, that's an ending. That's such an insane time. way to end the show. That is a JJ ending, I will say. This Man, I watched a, a Fringe JJ retrospective ending. the other day, and do you guys remember that like Peter was supposed to be like this super cool fucking badass of all these like connections yes. and skills? The, and they the mentioned fucking he mob was, like, connections, yeah, like, Big Eddie? He mentioned he had like three PhDs <laughs> or some shit and like worked like in Iraq, like as an arms dealer. He, he faked his way through MIT. Yeah. And then he's just like, by season four, he's just like, what's that thing? <laughs> what's- well, because they had to he becomes they had to pull his character back. So it wasn't like, what the fuck is Walter doing here? <laughs> Peter is more mentally stable and just as smart as him. I, I just yeah, they, they needed to make him the big dumb idiot. It's just very funny to going. What's this thing, Astrid? Is like it's a laser, Peter. <laughs> like, You're an engineer, my you guy. Were you were an arms dealer. This. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> he oh, can't man. even Nick, shoot I, a gun. Like <laughs> Nick, really... your review before we talk more. About no, I'm gonna make this episode so I... long. We're gonna talk about Merlin for 35 <laughs> minutes and then 30 minutes of nonsense. Oh, it's fucking great. Oh, all right. Anything new in hockey? It's, What's it's going great. on in hockey? It's the off season. They canceled um, Pride jerseys for warm ups. Oh, pissed. actually, yeah. Fuck them. Fuck them for that. It's that's so not. NHL cool. has announced that they will not be do. Players will not be wearing any special pregame warm up jerseys. Which the big appeal to that was they would pick a cause night. Players would wear special community designed jerseys. Vancouver, look up the Vancouver ones. They're all done by like local native artists and they're amazing. A lot of them for Pride Nights. And then players would wear them during warm-ups and then they would auction off player-worn jerseys which are objectively worth more money for collectors. And then a couple players went, but my Wawijin, even though, fuck you Eric Stahl, you did wear a Pride jersey. There's photographic evidence. You can't say you never wore one. You homophobic idiot. And got pissed and didn't want to wear it. And now the league's like, oh, we're not doing it anymore. The I understand. I understand that for some of the Russian players who have family back over in Russia, I understand their concern from that side of like, hey, I can't show this or it might go back on my family. Yeah. Like, unless your name is Ovechkin, in which case you could get your family out at any time over the last 10 years. You chose to be buddy buddy with Putin. Yeah. But like for for a bunch of the Russian born players who still have family over there, I understand like they like it's frustrating, but like sure, it's for everyone else who's like, no, 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 like this is purely by choice Ugh. excellent, but yeah, no, the NHL was like, hey, this is too much uh like yeah, this was too much controversy last year in a league that is by far the most boring and needs more controversy <laughs> like. For the NHL to survive, they just need to be in the they need to be in the papers. Who, who's willing to be the NHL's John Morant? Who's gonna hold up a gun uh, during an Instagram live? Fucking no one. The closest we've got is is are the stall the stall brothers being like, no, we won't wear the pride jerseys. <laughs> but but now, oh god, the NHL it's going to die. Like it's it's going to get passed by the MLS. Like it's going to be oh, it's awful. <sighs> Oh man! Yeah, that's what's been yeah, going on no. hockey. Nick, your Merlin rating, please. <laughs> uh two. We've we've already mentioned a lot, but like two. It's it's bad. David, it's... your Merlin rating. Hmm. Well, really got to think about it for this episode. G-bob. How it affected the overall canon of Merlin and the Arthurian myth and all that kind of things. Um, how has Ultimate been, Nick? Oh, David, it's been great. 
Uh, you know, Ultimate Frisbee, fantastic time. I'm so glad that you're just trying to hold Charlie hostage here. I'm, it's I'm really writing. Good. I'm writing a scraper script for my sister right now. I'm fine. <laughs> you're wasting your own Final Fantasy 16 time. Oh, listen, I have oh, five. No. I have plenty of time to play FF16. I can load up Super David's Mega got, Baseball David's 3 got a solid 48 hours. <laughs> I can go play some Overwatch and still play some fucking 16. Amazing. Exactly what you're ordering. So like a one? Uh, I give this episode a one. Alright. <laughs> what did the audience think of this episode and why are they wrong? The Deseer, the Disser, got an eight on IMDb. Of course. Of fucking course. These and it was wait, viewed an eight? by 6.88 million people. So Last episode, the one we were like, this is a very mid-episode, got a 0.1 rating lower than this one. This is tied with the Death Song of Uther Pendragon on IMDb, and that is a travesty. Because that episode was great for no other reason than Uther being like, you fucked with everything. And just dunking on Arthur. You've married a commoner, and there are commoner knights. I'm gonna kill you. Oh, oh man, man! What a what a great what a what a great episode of Merlin right here, eh? Oh, boy, if you manage, you to, can you can end our suffering. If you managed to make it all the way here and didn't dip when we were like, "Fuck, we got to stretch for content," and we don't even have ad reads. <laughs> like it's not like we got to make it past a certain point to like plug. No, I could insert an ad read right here. <laughs> David, I'm gonna go find David's an been ad, read. ad reads all the time. Go, I haven't looked. I'm gonna go to the fucking Podbean ad marketplace and see if we can find an ad for this episode. Surely they have like David, a I minimum look. download count. Monetization, you have to reach. ad management, ad marketplace. Oh no, you'd be shocked. Okay. You'd be shocked, Charlie. I'm assuming that we're going to get the worst ads. Like there, there's going to be like Charlie horrifying, ads. like come. Uh, host red ad. Oh no! Oh no! We need over 10k downloads for host red ads. Yeah, yeah, that's what I fucking thought. We need 1k monthly downloads for promatic ad reads. So yeah, audience, if you want us to start reading ads, <laughs> you really gotta do the due diligence. Send this episode to all your friends. Force it on them. What was it? 10k monthly downloads for if we want to no, 1k monthly. 1k if we want to just have ads inserted. No, I want to have to read them. So 10k. <laughs> That's never. You got to send. We've only ever had 1.1k all-time downloads. Yeah, so we just got to compress that. What four years into a month? And then we could get ads and then multiply that by 10 and we could read ads. We're not going to do any promotion ourselves. So, uh, audience, it's up to you. Give us a five star rating we on the really podcast service of your network. this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I tried once and then got a very uh, detailed why season five of Fringe is good message on Reddit. Yeah, and I'm but like, that dude's a fucking loser. <laughs> that's, that's the mailbox of all time. Um. Yeah. Five star rating. <laughs> anything less will uh, hurt us emotionally. Um. Oh my god. No, I had a fucking joke for this episode. Um. We need to cancel. Oh shit. We need to cancel Arthur and the Knights of Camelot for hazing. Oh, they did. They, haze. they have an entire scene where they oh, haze yes, Mordred. They, there was that's hazing. not okay. So we got to cancel them. Hashtag cancel Should Arthur. Have hazed him harder. <laughs> uh, hashtag cancel Arthur from Merlin BBC. Um. <laughs> Is the full hashtag, or else not just not just hashtag cancel Arthur. You don't want to cancel a random Arthur. People will think I'm canceling Arthur the Aardvark, which was a beloved children's oh. book and TV show, which ended also. Um, did it have five seasons? Can we go watch? It that? had like 27, and no, because um, shit, Binky was voiced by a far right, um, dickwad. Um, I forget his name. How we could... He thinks he thinks he's strong because he carries a gun. He's the change my mind guy. That's him. Um, but his wife divorced him because he's abusive, and he got very very sad about that. Um, this is a very long. This is a Nick outro now. Uh, review no, it's not. like, yeah. 
Uh, what else? Is that everything? Oh, uh, tweet at us I'm at Twitter. I'm getting a lot of Twitter's pushback still around. for my great plan. Yeah, I've noticed <laughs> I'm, getting, that. I'm getting a lot of pushback. All of I want to think if you think David should drink almost two liters of vodka over 14 hours next week, tweet at us at Twitter at Forsap. Or if you have really good travel insurance plans you want to send us, hit us up at our email, Forsap at gmail.com. Um, I think that is everything we want to ramble about. I think we've hit time now. Yes. Uh, that should be In about fact, we've an hit hour. Overtime. This is going to be one of our longer. Oh episodes. God, I got to shorten this now. <laughs> Shit. Uh, yeah, that's everything. Thank you, audience, for listening. Bye. Outro. Our intro and outro music is "The Butterfly Kid on the Mountain" by Slunch. I uh, I really tried on that pronunciation. I don't think it's correct, but that's what YouTube tells me.